Welcome to Safe House. Welcome to the Safe House studio. I don't know what episode this is. Welcome to Safe House. I'm back. Fabulous. It's a completely safe space for you to talk about whatever you want. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Now I can bleep shit out. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages at this time. Goodbye. Welcome to another episode of Safe House in the studio. I call it a studio and Banksy made fun of me yesterday. <laughs> in the Safe House studio, I have the gorgeous Angel. Hello, how Angel are we? Pinks. How are you? I'm, go- I'm good, I'm alive. No, do you know what? No one ever asks me how I am on these. Oh, God. Ever. <laughs> I'm interviewing you. Ever. Exa- exactly. Well, you can if you want. Uh, so first, I always ask everyone what their pronouns are. So tell the listeners what your pronouns are. My pronouns are she, her. And uh-huh. they, them, I feel like Roth. <laughs> which very rarely very very rarely um so obviously i know who you are and i know what you do but um tell the listeners the safe house viewers a little bit about what you do as a creative well i am a drag artist but i am mostly do burlesque and burlesque performances um i work anywhere down canal street or anywhere that will have me <laughs> <laughs> honestly not picky. <laughs> you can't be, can't, no, you can't be, honestly. I'll perform on a milk carton if I have to. <laughs> uh, I'm not bothered. I will perform anywhere. Catch um, with a milk carton next week. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's it, really. I just do a lot of burlesque. I do a lot of, um, I'm very visual, visually charged. I mm-hmm. like make a lot of my own stuff. I make my own hair. Mm-hmm. I um, arrange photo shoots. I model. Well, I only just started modeling because someone <laughs> sent me a DM today. <laughs> Still, why yeah, on the CV? Honestly, yeah. And just because um, I'm not a singer, I call myself a host. Absolutely. <laughs> I know a few girls like that. <laughs> I think we do. I think we both do. Um, so, you're a drag artist. That's how we met. Yeah, yeah. Um, can you remember... I, I, I mean, I like to ask the guests yeah how they remember us meeting okay. um because i have my i feel like everyone has their own idea of what it was so tell me a little bit can you remember how we met so it was about like a year and a half ago it was like my 19th birthday and we were working you were working at i'll be able to say that <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah no no like, oh, okay, okay cool so you were working at and i looked book i was wearing a pretty little thing dress some top shop heels and the gorgeous blue human hair wig that I made myself, I was very proud of. And then I went up to you, and I, like, you were lovely. You were wearing an orange suit, your white and black hair. I've got a very good memory. Not the orange suit. Yeah, the orange suit, and some gorgeous little biscuits. Biscuits? Some little, they, they weren't heels. <laughs> <laughs> you went healed. Were they the character shoes? The character shoes. Oh my yeah. god, no. Then we, you were lovely off the bat. And then like you asked me if I knew who Dakota Schiffer was. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I get compared to her. I used to, not so much now. But um, I used to get compared to her a lot just because yeah. trans, I guess. And yeah, very, yeah. very feminine. So Absolutely. I feel like you have, I think it's that like innocent feminine yeah and then with the pastels as well because you wear a lot of pastels you wear a lot of pastels i guess yeah yeah i'm like a rough dakota shiffer <laughs> like, dakota shiffer from slough from the north from, from slough, slough. <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it um so I, I i to be fair i don't remember a lot from back then because i feel like i block a lot of it Blocked out of my memory but i remember just chatting with you and you every time i saw you just be asking me about like everything what knowledge do you have of the scene like what can you tell yeah. me about like drag and what can you tell me about like working in the village and stuff like that i feel like everyone's everyone who is a drag queen that lives in manchester wants to work in the village 
And to the girls who work full time, <gasps> so much respect. Literally, everyone so said respect. this. Everyone says this. It's so much respect. So, and to the girls who work in the village full time, like. It's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's also like, I find the ones, they're like veterans. They are veterans. Yeah, they've been around for like, you know, like Athena, D, Ginger. They've been around for fucking yeah. years. Like, and they can, they can turn it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are they're very, very good. I feel like if you can, because they're not just, they don't just work in the village. They host. Yeah, 100%. In the village. If yeah. you can host the kinds of people that go to the village, yeah. you can host anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a boot camp. Nobody ever told me, village is rough. <laughs> Village is fucking rough, man. Like, I thought it was gonna be like gorgeous and queer. No, it fairy is, dream, fairy it, dream. It is hen parties and straight people fighting in the street. Like, it, <laughs> it's not what I thought it was. It's still lovely. I love it, but like, we are like we're like the bodyguards. Oh, we, we, well, we need bodyguards, we need security but security guards. We keep them in check. I don't walk alone in the village. Sometimes I'm scared. No. <laughs> no. It's scary. It's yeah. scary. Like some of the security are great. Like, yeah, I've had. Well, I feel like we both had our fair share of like shit security and really really good security mm-hmm. i mean you've got good ones it really works yeah and like when they respect you yeah, yeah. there's venues that i've worked outside the village and their security have no idea no, what it's imagine. like to like welcome queer performers yeah they look so uncomfortable yeah uncomfortable but they also don't know how to stick up for you because mm-hmm. it's a different kind of protection yeah yeah yeah. but but yeah the village i remember there's like this really straight um bouncer I don't think he was used to working with drag queens. It, 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 very, very completely weird for him. And like, I was just ripping that poor man to shreds. <laughs> I, I can't remember his name. I used to be like, hi, Dom. How are you? Hello. And just walked straight past me. Oh, bless <laughs> Scared of me. It do be like that, though. Uh-huh. Like, if, and some of them come out better. Like, there's loads of security guards that like... Or people that work on the door and they, they've never seen a drag queen in their life. Some of them come out of it great and they just, they absolutely love it. Yeah, They're obsessed yeah, yeah. With it. Honestly. Okay, so going off topic a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, I want to, oh, I wanted to ask you. So aside from being a, a drag queen, mm-hmm. a drag artist, yeah. a trans icon, uh-huh. what do you do outside of being creative? So what do you do day to day? Oh, God. Um, yeah, if it's not, if I'm not doing anything drag related, it's, I'm out with my friends. It's like socialising. It, it seems pretty boring and mundane, but it kind of shows like drag is like my whole. No, 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 absolutely. Life. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I feel like, I mean, I took a step back from it. So yeah. That's why I, when I'm off, I just sit and play Pokemon and. I play Pokemon too. Play with my cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I play Pokemon too. Play with my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, so that's why. But I guess if you're doing it as much as you are, then yeah. Like... No, I've definitely like, I used to do like. Remember, we used to work. At we used to drag like four times a night, four times a night, four times a week. You don't have time for anything else. Four times a week. To be fair, I was making bank. Like now, I'm not making as like as much money as I used to be. Like, but like at there. the cost of and an artistic integrity. Artistic integrity. Say yeah. it louder for the people in artistic the back. Artistic integrity. I didn't have any of that, and like the quality of my work just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was like making a sacrifice. I was thinking if I can perform more, mm-hmm. um, and learn more, more performing, that can take a back seat. But I wasn't even performing. Yeah. So. I thought, exactly. well, I'm going to leave when I did. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, for me as well, in the past, like, six, seven months, mm-hmm. I've done the best drag that, I, yeah. that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And that speaks to, like, yeah. the environment that 100%, I've yeah. been in since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, the environment that I've been working in in the last, like, six or seven months. 100%, yeah. Just having the freedom to kind of, like, do what you want. When you want, on your terms. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you fucking like. Like Holly said the exact same thing. Yeah. Because I work at New Union, 
you can do what you want and like we do a sunday show and a thursday night show and, and it's one of my favorite venues so fun favorite oh, crowd is good as well like the crowd is great and also like I, I cannot fault Ginger. No. Funniest queen I've, I've probably ever met. <laughs> so funny. Like, honestly, Dee is going to be at your front door. No, 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 no. no. Like, no like, like, I'm talking like a general, like witty, like funny. Like, like when I see her, like, I'm like, what's she going to say? I'm so excited. I wanted to say something mouth, about to me. Say something. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I know Kapras, but she is like just funny as fuck. And she, you know, yeah. she paid to do it. She and they also, <laughs> I feel like their shows have like really, really good, a really good mix of yeah, co- of so different, so diverse, you know. Mm. I think diversity has always been a bit of an issue in, in our Manchester scene. Yeah. It, it's, it's always something I think about as well, like... Union seems to do it well. Yeah. It, it seems to do it well. It's the best... It's, to me, the diversity, New Year's is the best place on the whole strip. Like, mm. where else is booking, like, multiple different drag queens every week? The only other week? one I can, I can think of is uh, Roger does it very well. Roger did it very well, yeah. 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 It was a great show. Lots of... Uh, Holly actually performed in it as well. It's just a, mi- a great mix of people. It's what the village needs. Bailey did it and it made me fuck it. She, she like swinging her Swinging to that breastplate so around to Halo. Best thing ever. Dead. I was dead. Um, okay, so moving on a little bit, I want to talk a little bit about how you started drag. So mm-hmm. like, tell me just a, a little bit about what made you want to start and what your like what were your influences i always ask what the influences were because i'm interested in how people get to start their creative ventures yeah totally yeah so um growing up i feel like every queer child can say this you just feel a little bit different you can like fit in with everyone but like mm-hmm. you just feel a tinge different and i've always felt that but I just, just a tinge just it was just you know, <laughs> fucking. um but i just always felt like never really connected with anything i've always uh, but i remember always connecting with like women but okay. like not not like women i knew but like fictional women or like pop stars the pink power rangers oh the, girl, the pink power rangers from pokemon the... nail on the head yeah totally anime girls all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. and sailor then, moon mm, wasn't much of a sailor moon I was, I was more mew mew power if you knew what that was okay mew mew yeah, power yeah, yeah. Was puss um <laughs> used to be on pop girl and then like they used to be pop and pop girl and every time my mum would come in i'd switch it back to pop <laughs> and then when she'd leave girl put it back on pop girl <laughs> the real trans experience right honestly and like i've always just been like try I-, I was never really allowed to be feminine but like whenever way i could express my femininity i would do it in like quietly like uh-huh. in if you used to play video games i always used to play the girl character like yeah. never not did not play female characters just I just connected with them more. I just like the dresses. I like the hair, you know. Mm-hmm. Same with all my Pokemon, were all girls and feminine Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, I just loved like people like Diana Vickers. And that was such a weird one. Everyone thinks I'm mental, but like I remember like watching her and she was like one of my first like dysphoric. Like I was like, I wanted to be that girl. Like I was obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. Obviously Gaga was a huge one for me. Um Britney, Christina, all the, you know, the singers, you know. All the blondes. All the bl- I love blondes. <laughs> I, I, honestly, blonde women. Now, not so much, but like, blonde, girl, girl, when I was a kid, blonde girl singers were just the ones for me. Mm-hmm. I got a bit older. I kind of stared away from the feminine thing. I think I was trying to like, mask it a little bit. I went emo. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I was very emo. I feel emo. like we all had one of those, like, I had an indie phase. Yeah, an indie phase. Around 12, 13, I think it was. I wish I had an indie phase. I had an emo phase, but I think... 
That's the full whammy. It's full like whammy, like further. full fringe. I was never allowed to dye my hair, so I was like, shit. And then <laughs> I used to love like bands like Sleeping With Sirens, Black Veil Brides, oh, um, yes. Pierce the Veil. Oh my God, I'd prop, it, I'd prop it in there, Pops. But you have like, the, I feel like they have queer running right through them there. Must do. Oh, the alternative. And yeah. queer is just alternative. Exactly. They're heteronormative. Exactly. Don't those, wo- those women and like just I, I feel like they give off that don't give a fuck yeah. alternative outside the box queer thing yeah. even if they aren't even if they are straight they yeah. give off that like edgy thing uh-huh. totally. that makes you question things and then when I, I, I feel like I'm trying to shit but yeah you get what I mean get that. but when I was like 15 14 I like came out as bisexual mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I came out as bisexual <laughs> and then I started delving into more of like gay culture and I found I was on Netflix one day and I found a program called RuPaul's Drag Race never heard of it babe yeah well little show I um and then like I was like let's just put this on I put on the first episode of season two I think I can't remember who came in first I think it was Nicole Page Brooks and that, like, first Nicole Page Brooks oh came up first no that like, came through the, into the work room first and had it open <laughs> it, no, she won she won <laughs> um, in my mind um, she came into the work room first and like she was wearing like I don't know it was not the tea and I remember looking at it and go I hate this don't like this and then my friend was like watch the later season so I watched the fifth episode of season 7 Miss Fame walked in my, uh, my life changed forever from that yeah. moment my life changed forever yeah. like, I, I, like I remember generally feeling like almost immobilized and then like girls like pearl and violet came in and then like i was like oh my god this is what i want to do i was like 15 years old at the kitchen table watching like drag race and every yeah. time my mum would come in i'd like shut my laptop <laughs> down because i wanted her to see it yeah and um i just started doing bedroom drag as we all start mm-hmm. and um so this was like 15 16 15 16 yeah i love that so like five years ago now so it's been a long time i've been drag for a very long time yeah i guess mm. but like not professionally but putting on makeup and wigs and stuff yeah i don't know yeah and then i used to like just buy makeup and like my mum was not for it did not like it at all so mm. i used to like do makeup in my bedroom when she was at work mm-hmm. i used to hear her pull up on the drive and take it all off before yeah. she came in and then like if i had like, any residue on she would like kick shit like really kick shit like really really bad like not it was not cute but then um as I went to like sixth form, I did photography at A level. Mm-hmm. And like, I would like say that I'm doing this makeup stuff for an assignment and like trying to play around it a little bit. And I think she like had enough of like having a go at me over this me Mary makeup. She kind of gave in. What is basically like giving up at having a go at you? What is really like so silly? It just made me resent her. Yeah. And it's just sad because we. Ah, oh, we're so close. It's just, yeah. We can't relate on that. Still now today, mm-hmm. she just doesn't want to see it, doesn't want to know about it. Yeah. It's just like a part of my life she'll never know about, which is a shame. I, from what I gather, so obviously because I asked you about yeah. your creative side, mm-hmm. where in the discovery of drag and makeup and wigs and um, everything else like that, where does your transness come into it? If you don't mind me asking. No, yeah, totally. So obviously there's, there's with... Um, trans drag queens i feel like for a lot of people because it's um it's still such a new thing in the media Mm -hmm. um the lines are so blurred for a lot of people that aren't exposed to that kind of that um that side of drag i guess so where where did yours come in where did your experience of um 
transness come into your drag? It, it did really just come down to like me taking drag off at the end of the day and it just not being enough. I didn't really feel fulfilled. I, I've ne- and also I've never felt I never felt attractive. Okay. Like before I started my transition, or like I never felt like I never. Really, I looked in the mirror and like it just didn't click. It didn't resonate. But as soon as I started wearing drag and like, did the drag come first? Drag came first. Drag came way way before trans transition started. Okay. But um, I always just thought I was like gay. Do I mean I always mm-hmm. just thought like I don't know. I don't know. I just thought I was always just like. If a super effeminate gay, like twinky, mm-hmm. and like I thought to myself one day, like, can I imagine myself being an old man or an old woman? I was like, old oh, woman. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds silly, but like, like where do I see myself before. in the future? Like, envision myself as an old man makes me want to die. <laughs> but like, envision myself as an old woman, I can live with that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know it sounds so silly, but like, no, I've not heard it like that before. It's quite nice. Yeah. I c- kind of like. It's how we all imagine things. Yeah. Like how I've heard people who are questioning whether they are gay or not. And they think, can I imagine myself with, because you can be sexually attracted to whoever, but be romantic. Yeah. I know lots of people and loads of my friends are attracted to everyone, mm-hmm. but they are romantically attracted to some people and they're sexually attracted to, um, or more so sexually attracted to others. Yeah. So, like, they're thinking, can I imagine myself in a relationship with this person? No, but I am sexually attracted to them. So, it's kind of like that. You are thinking into the future, what can I imagine for my future? Yeah. I can imagine myself as an old man, mm-hmm. but I hate that. Yeah. It made me feel ill. Yeah. In a sense. Like, you know, like, or just like, I remember like being younger and my dad, like, just trying to emasculate me in a sense, like okay, like um, I don't know. He didn't just trying to be a dad and just trying to be, you know, trying to relate to me, but he just didn't. And yeah, like, he, kind like, of he like put me in sports and stuff. And I used to like, I used to hate. I remember I just felt so out of place, mm-hmm. and he understood that. And uh, luckily, I didn't have to do any any of that. Yeah, again, he understood. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I I just couldn't be associated with anything masculine. Now I just feel like don't want to do it. Don't yeah, it's not me. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm not really articulate about the situation because I just don't know all the answers yet. And that's okay. And you don't have to. Yeah, that's fine. I feel mm-hmm. like as soon as I came out of trans, I had 101 questions from everyone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't even know the answers myself. I'm still figuring this out as I go along. And I'm so, so alien to my transition. I'm mm-hmm. like, I sort of mentally transitioned about January. Yeah. So, but I, I've, always, I've, I've been questioning as soon as I moved to Manchester. Yeah. And I was like, last year, September. Mm-hmm. so like how have you found being in obviously there's a bit of a a, a culture difference between living at home and living uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and living somewhere where it's a bit more queer friendly how have you found just going off what you've just said life-changing yeah absolutely life-changing like it, like i couldn't even imagine like i have to like code switch when i go home like i've got to change everything about me like nails come off lashes come off hair goes up and like away tucked in and so it didn't look long mm-hmm. um i got like really masculine clothes on and like you know it's just a completely different world when i go back and i like hate it i only go back home for like a couple hours at a time because yeah I, it's just not good for me it's not and it's a shame but it's just not good for me yeah i feel like a lot of, i can relate to you on that mm-hmm. not in the in the exact same way not directly but yeah. as like 
someone who lives a certain way, lives a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And obviously my, uh, apart from being queer, mm-hmm. which isn't a, isn't a choice. It's just a, yeah. a some of it's a way of life, but some uh, being like gay and things mm-hmm. like that, being attracted to certain genders isn't, uh, isn't a choice, but like I live a certain way that doesn't align with my family and their, their values. Yeah. I love them. They all love me, yeah. but there's certain things that I keep separate. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I have a certain privilege that you don't have. Yeah, and so, I've recognised that recently. Not just you personally, not you personally, no, no, but, no, like, no, but like I can, I, I, I know more. that I do. So I can, I, I can't even imagine what that's, yeah. what that's like. It's no, like it's crushing. Tenfold. I have to be completely honest. Like you know, it is just like I feel like I'm taking little steps every single day, mm-hmm. and when I go back home for a couple of hours every like what four months, I feel like I'm taking t- ten steps back. But you haven't now. I know, but yeah, it I know reminds I have, you yeah. where you've come. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I can, I, obviously I know I'm not. I'm not saying that like. Don't feel that way. Yeah. But think about Angel. Like. Ten months ago. I know, crazy, crazy. Ten months ago, different person. Yeah. Different person. Like, even like when I moved here, I was nineteen. I'm twenty now, and I've I feel like. But looking back, I just look at that person that moved to Manchester. I'm like, you haven't got a fucking clue what you're getting into. <laughs> like, you poor soul. Like, you like. I never used to cry before I came to Manchester. Mm-hmm. I cry all the time now. Like, it's almost like, because I was told I wasn't allowed to cry when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And then now that no one's telling me I can't cry, it's like the dam is broken. <laughs> and I'll like, I'll see something in the street. And, like, do you know what's making me cry all the time? Anti-hero by Taylor Swift. <laughs> that shit makes me cry all the fucking time because it's me and the problem and I relate to that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like probably because you're in a space where you can be more emotional and you can be outwardly like yourself. I feel like barriers and stuff like that stop you from emoting. So that was emoting, by the way. I was just very scout for a second. <laughs> um, would you say that? Would you say that? Why you cry more? Yeah. But, but, but when you're constantly told you're not allowed to do something and then you get the freedom to do it, I want to do it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just, like, it's free and it feels good. Like, people always say, like, if you... I feel like you just let your emotions... If No, no, go so, on. So, say if, like, you feel some sort of way, express it. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to laugh, laugh. Mm-hmm. It should be the same for crying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't bottle anything up. Just, like, live and emote how you want to and just, like, you know... So you can just live your life better and just like not feel bummed up of all of these like clogged up emotions. Like yeah. just, yeah. I feel like with, with like moving somewhere where you can be yourself. Yeah. A, a more than you could. Um, it comes with opening yourself up to like being more emotional. 100%. So like you can be yourself more and you can express how you feel and, and, and express your identity. Mm-hmm. But with that comes like, your emotions are on your sleeve. Yes, a lot of time, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Feel that. laughs> but it's good though. It's really good. It's good. Because you can talk more and like we can be more open. I feel like as, I feel like as time's gone on, we've got closer oh, because we can just talk shit. We do talk shit, me and you. <laughs> me and you. Jesus Christ. Just <laughs> like about anything. We could just be more open yeah. the, the longer it goes. Honestly, yeah. Everyone. Everyone's in danger. Everyone's in danger, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, so, we've talked about the beginning. Yeah. And how you started mm-hmm. and how you got into that. Um, 
I want to ask you what your what you've done. So obviously, I know a little bit about where you what you've done. I would say it's in the last year, really, is where you've done most of your work. I've only I've only been working for a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, and, and already you've done so much. So, I'm gonna go with. Obviously, you worked at Pop first. Yeah. Which is a, a, mo- a moment Six months, itself. about November to about May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you very quickly after that did the New Union competition, yeah. which I was a part of, and you won. Yeah. How did that feel? Good. Um, <laughs> it felt really good because, like, I didn't expect it at all. Like, I literally came in and I was like, well, I haven't been on stage in such a long time. I feel like this would be a really good time. Like, so I did the New Union competition in May. Mm-hmm. I didn't perform since January yeah. in Dragtastic, uh-huh. a competition at Bar Pop. So that whole time, I just did not perform. Mm-hmm. And like, I literally came in with no expectations. Because if you come up with expectations, they're premeditated disappointments. Okay. It's okay. True. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so um, I came in with no expectations. My amazing drag queen friend, Cindy Simfor, who works at Pop, gave me an old burlesque costume mm-hmm. and I... Which belonged to who? Oh, it belonged to a backing dance on the Kylie Minogue tour. <laughs> um, this put down <laughs> and it was fully stoned. It's pink and black. It's on my Instagram. It's stunning. Like, it's gorgeous. And um, I, I've always been interested by burlesque. I've always wanted to do it. Uh-huh. But like anyone who knows burlesque is expensive. If you want to do it like, you know, mm-hmm. to, a, to, a, to a certain level, I think like, you know, stones and like, Reveals, corsets, gloves, shoes, feathers. feathers. Bitch, I mean, started on feathers. <laughs> so, um, I went into the new, did the new union competition. I did um, feeling good, like a cover of it. I'm sick of that number now. I've done it like a hundred times. It's always the way. And um, yeah, and then somehow I won. And like that, like in a way, did change my life in such a huge way because like no one saw me coming in a sense. I think everyone just saw me as like this bar pop girl who's got nice hair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> come off it. <laughs> come on. <laughs> no, that's true. I think everyone like didn't expect in an, in the nicest way possible. No, it's real. No one expected. I. Do you know what? I don't think anyone expects. Did you any, expect a, it? No. Did you not? I live. No. <laughs> I don't think anyone expects anyone to come out of. Yeah. Like, and obviously. Burlesque is is um, such a specific art form. Very impressive, by the way, and you do it extremely well. Oh, thank you. Um, it's not something you can do everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was the perfect time for you to not only just do burlesque, mm-hmm. but also for you to do it your way for the first time in so long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, How I haven't feel? stopped doing it since. I just mm-hmm. love it. Like, it's something so central about it. And, like, I'm not a dancer. I never will be a dancer. I haven't got a lick of rhythm in my bones. Like, and, like, I just, like, I'm very, like, calculated when I perform. Like, everything is planned out. And it's a good thing. It's also a bad thing because you can see me thinking a lot of the time. <laughs> like, I'm self-aware, I know. Less and less every time, though. Yeah. But, like, um, I, I, I like having, doing things that certain things are part of the song that make sense. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I also, like, listen to it, like, really sonically. Like, if I can hear a guitar riff, I'll take a glove off to that or like you know i'll take say if um the, the singer takes like a breath inhale i'll like take my course off then like you know just like little things that like probably a lot of people won't notice but like 
My peers notice, which I love. But um, it's a nice way to work around having no rhythm <laughs> in yeah, the nicest way possible you know totally right uh, yeah it's such a unique way of, i don't think i've ever heard like genuinely i don't think i've ever heard anyone like like <laughs> tackle a a song like that or a number like that because yeah. I, I mean i guess i just assume that everybody knows music and can no i hear a beat and shit like that but grew up very musical my flatmate is a singer we uh-huh. were always talking shit about musicians and listening to music <laughs> and like you know i'm just i'm just very in tune with that side of it, but mm-hmm. I'm not very good at showing it in my body. So you do it very well. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. you say that, but like that, I think what I think Bill X is so impressive oh, when it's done well. Yeah, and you do do it very well. Mm-hmm. I think whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. Thank you. Because it's, it seems to be working very well. Yeah, honestly, I just want to do it more. Do it more places. Uh-huh. I would love to go into like the Bear world. Yeah. And like do like place at burlesque venues and stuff. That's like my dream. Mm-hmm. Love to do that. Obviously, I want to do more drag. Drag is where it all started. Mm-hmm. But I want to be like a drag queen who focuses on burlesque. Mm-hmm. That's my main thing. Do you have any? Do you have any burlesque influences or icons or like people? Where mm-hmm. do you draw your inspiration from at the minute? I think people most burlesque performers probably roll their eyes at this, but Dita Von Teese is the fucking Beyonce pinnacle of, pinnacle of burlesque and um I just love her she's pale I'm pale <laughs> I just yeah, I just relate to that girl I'd love her and um who do I, I love Millie Dollar Scouse icon absolutely you know she, her she's I've worked with her you've worked with Millie Dollar yeah. love her I know her um, oh, wait, have I she's in charge of actually Ginger. she's actually in charge of um the entertainment for Albert Schloss Liverpool. No way. That's opening very, very soon. She's in charge of the entertainment. Major. So, Hit do you want to get bio. in there, girl? Honestly, I would love to. Hit her up. Hit Instagram bio is um, Scouse Mouse turned into... No, what is it? Scouse Mouse turned into a powerhouse or something. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> love that. Honestly, the Scouse girls are powerhouses. Oh, <laughs> they just, they just do shit. Forty. So, Devontis, Millie Dollar, mm-hmm. and... I mean, I probably... I would say Violet. Violet Chachki. And also, I love Giselle from yeah. Leeds. Drag queen, burlesque performer. Absolutely. Insane. Saw Just, her at Roger Presents as well. I've never seen her live. I need to see her live. It's, it's shameful I haven't. I think I have a video, and I think I filmed it specifically to show yeah. you. Oh, really? Yeah. Because the costume she was wearing was like, Incredible. she did uh, Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. Classic burlesque number. Uh-huh. Uh, she was genuinely dripping in, in jewels. I can imagine. It was Yeah. Phenomenal. We saw her in a fabric shop, didn't we? We did. I was just said hi. <laughs> <laughs> I was nervous. Sorry, I was, I was just, nervous. Sorry, the shop. I was like, Do you know who that is? That's that's just out. <laughs> it's very bad. Yeah. I'm like following behind her, picking up what she's picking up, being like, I can I can make something that she's girl, making. No, that girl can sew. It's book. <laughs> that's one thing I want to work on is being able to sew properly. I can wind a machine up. I can like, I can sew, but like just cutting out patterns makes me want to die hate cutting out patterns. I can sew it all together. It's just like cutting out pieces and stuff. That's where I, like, that's where I fail. I don't even start. You know? I don't even start. Mm-hmm. My, my, my brain is going, you're going to start this and either it's not going to fit you properly mm-hmm. or it's going to, like it's gonna go to shit halfway through. Yeah. I just can't. I can't even do it. I hand sew everything. I glue gun everything. Resourceful. That is it. Mm-hmm. I've hand sewn a crack before, <laughs> because my ass, my, my bum oh, always, always like 
it always seems to break the back of like bodysuits and stuff. Oh, wow. So the amount of costumes that I have where the bodysuit is like uh, hand sewn at where the bum crease is. Big back. And has anybody clocked me ever? Never. No. no. She's got a big back. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> big back. Um, it's why I like making wigs. Wigs are so easy to make. Yes. And like it's just so in straight lines. Mm-hmm. And everyone thinks it's like really hard talent. But like people buy such expensive human hair wigs. For what? And you can just make them. Yeah. But I would never tell anyone that. I'm telling on a fucking podcast now, aren't I? But um, because join I, the long list of queens that have like skills in sewing I hair, know, yeah. and they just they just keep it between themselves. Yeah, and charge a fucking bomb as they should. Absolutely. Learn yourself, and then you can charge a bomb too. Like <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just learn the craft. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm not a wig stylist. I'm not a seamstress. Mm-hmm. But like, I get by. Yeah, about 100%, yeah. It's about making it work. Yeah. And you definitely make it work. Ah, thank you. Absolutely, make thank it work. So, so, now we've kind of covered the, the the beginning, the end. Not the beginning, the present. The present. Um, how would you say your drag has changed from where it first started, where you first, like, the seed was planted, to where you're at now? Um, I think money money's always a factor, isn't it? The more money you put into it, not like, not like. Oh, how have you managed to change it? Okay, how has it changed? Like aesthetically, anything aesthetically, okay. the looks that you do, the music you choose. How how was your the vision that you had for your yeah, drag? Totally, okay, changed okay, yeah. to now. So when I was a kid and I used to like watch Drag Race, I used to see all these like girls like doing jump splits and death drops. And I was like, well, I want to do that, you know, like you know, I want to do that too. <laughs> Quickly found out that I'm not that girl, and that's okay. <laughs> And then I just like found, you just, you just find things that work for you mm-hmm. and like what makes you different and you find your, um, there's a word for it, it's like two letters. We just had this conversation like an hour ago, what's it called? Um, your PMA. Your point of view, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. You, you just find your point of view and like you find what, you your know. Your M.O. Word. M.O., is that it? I don't know, could be, it's like two letters. Sam, what's that word for like, I think so... An MO. An it's MO. like your modus operandi and it's to do with mur- it it's, it's it's Latin, it's for like murder. Okay. So it's like how they how uh so you know Angel's trying to think of like the thing that makes you you and it's two letters. I'm going with MO. Now what's your what's your what's your thing? Like you're a singer. That like identifies that's my, that's you. That's my Would you MO. Would you use the word MO in there? It's not MO. Yeah, like, the thing that makes you what you are, your MO, how you identify Who someone. Who says it? I don't know what it means. It's your, the way that you do things. That's probably it, then. Yeah. Do you think? Maybe. We'll get told. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate that. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Send an invoice. I think, I, yeah, yeah. So, basically, the it's how they identify murderers. So, like... Or, or crimes. So if a crime's done a certain way a few times, you call it the MO. So this criminal has this MO. So that's how you tie them to different, um, cr- like a string of crimes. Uh-huh. So like your MO for drag would be burlesque. Stripper. What, what, would, be, what, <laughs> would, you, what would be your MO be? Burlesque. I'll say fashion. I'll say that. I feel like I've got a good foot in that. Stripper. That's it. That's all you're going to get. And I can talk a lot of shit as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's what you're going to get from Angel Pinks. Absolutely. 100%. I love that. Um, and that, I, would you say that's changed? 
No, I think I've always, I've always had like an idea of what I wanted in my head, and I've always like, you know, I've always like wanted to go in a certain direction, but like I just didn't really fully figure it out until I left my old job. At yeah. And then it's it's just started to like configure and like come together, mm-hmm. and like I'm still in my early stages, and mm-hmm. like I don't, you know. You don't need to settle on anything now. 100%, and you know, you you grow constantly as a drag queen, like you know. You look back in a year. You look back in a year, and I look back in a year and think, "What the fuck were you thinking?" <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, Always. You just constantly change, and it's good. Change is good. Mm-hmm. Always welcome it. Always yeah. welcome change. Yeah. Well, even like you mentioned that you started watching season seven, and like Violet was one of the ones you first yeah. liked. Well, Violet does Dieter von Teese yeah extremely well. Yeah, All Dieter yeah. von Teese style performance very well. So clearly, you had that in yeah, mind. Must have been. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, back to be honest, I wasn't obsessed with Violet. I was obsessed with Pearl. Pearl was, like, mm. my icon. You have Pearl's, like, attitude. You think? But I, but I, I, but I think, that. not in a bad way, because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like Pearl doesn't take shit. Yeah. She's got an extremely specific type of humour. Yeah. And she's extremely good at what she does. Mm-hmm. I think you have that, like, I don't think a lot of people would know it, though, by looking at you. That's one of the biggest things that I... I, I yeah. I noticed about you when I first met you because until I fully had a conversation with you went out with you became friends with you yeah like you don't get you only get surface level what you can people see people do take me for surface value all the time and this is gonna sound so on my own ass and it's because I'm pretty <laughs> that is why people look at me think I'm pretty and, and that's it and then they think oh it's just probably just shit on you're like a city girl when you like <laughs> like you chat shit <laughs> and like i would not get pick you in a fight if you showed me a picture of you before i knew you were i'd be like i'd squash that bitch <laughs> i would right now i'd get squashed <laughs> no, i wouldn't, wouldn't pick a fight with you i'm scared of you too <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is why we're friends because that's we're just why, scared of each that's other why, yeah <laughs> i feel like the difference is though i look scary <laughs> me and sam were talking about this the other day like there's it's like look like peanut butter but could kill you okay L- look like you could kill you could kill you mm-hmm. look like could kill you but is peanut butter yeah yeah and looks yeah, like, peanut like butter chaotic, is butter. chaotic neutral no that shit exactly yeah, got, yeah, yeah. i feel like i look like i could kill you but i'm peanut butter yeah and you look like peanut butter and but you, I could kill you could kill me <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean no actually you may not believe it like I'm generally not a confrontational person no. at all. No. I think if someone did, like, try to have a go at me, my legs get shaky. I get shaky legs really bad. Really bad. Restless legs syndrome. Restless legs syndrome. I've got that. Without any sort of confrontation, I want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> that's, not a bad, that's not a bad way to be. Totally. I definitely can't. Like, uh, the amount of drama that comes out of... Uh, we have to go back to the village because yeah. the amount of drama that comes out of the village... I've re-downloaded and downloaded Twitter so many times just to keep updated on what's going on. Twitter is my personal hell. If, if I, any I of it came to me in it. person, if any of it came to me in person, mm-hmm. I would die. Yeah. But it's it's such good drama. It's fabulous. <laughs> Village Twitter <laughs> is a fucking tit. It, I feel like you're more involved in it than I am. I just love... Like- I'm so involved. <laughs> I'm so involved. I like, like, I love when the bar staff get involved too. Like, that's yes. my favorite fucking bar staff talking shit on Twitter about drag queens. <laughs> yes, I live. I fucking live. That is gonna be in your promo. No, it, it's true. No, I'm sorry. What new union on Twitter? They're the rough lot. 
<laughs> we're the rough ones. They're the ones that hang around the back of the school <laughs> yeah. in the, in, by the bins smoking 100%, cigarettes. Yeah. The staff are the ones that sit on the side of the football pitch and watch the boys play football. Mm-hmm. That's very bad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so funny, though. Like the, I feel like you you wouldn't know. I If I didn't have Twitter, I feel like I would, could go on a night out and be completely oblivious to anything that's going on. Yeah. And I would be none the wiser. Mm-hmm. But once you get it and then you go out and you you know all the tea and you've read oh, everything that's gone on, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. There's so much like, yeah. it's like going to watch a film and you've already read the book. Honestly, <laughs> let, so funny. let the bottoms fight <laughs> is my favorite shit. Like, let them fight. Right, here's a question. Go on. What is your favorite, <laughs> what is your favorite Twitter Canal Street drama? Oh, um, mine's yeah, that was so good. That was good. Um, I got in shit for that one. I got, in, I'm gonna bleep it out, but I got in shit for that one because did. I, I got it. God forbid I get involved. I've got it. I know, man. You go first. If you know, you know. If you don't, don't ask. Honestly, don't ask me. It's got nothing to do with me. <laughs> But I told you I saw it all fucking come in. No one listened to me. And now you're all riddled. Half the fucking village. <laughs> I feel like that one might be quite hard, to, uh, quite easy to decode. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Interview air next about it. <laughs> but the thing is, though, like, when, it's not just like back in the day when Twitter and like social media wasn't a thing. Like, these things, these things might happen and no one would know. Mm-hmm. Or like, Beef would only happen person to person, but like yeah. Twitter adds a whole new layer. It does into the drama. It's like commentary. It is. It's like real life commentary. But it's twenty four seven, twenty four hours a day. Talking shit. <laughs> like it's talking shit. It is. And it happens all the time. Like a new thing comes out, you could not go to the village for three weeks and be involved in like three different scandals. I've been involved in a couple. Yes. I have, yeah. I don't think they were Twitter related though, were they? They were, they were close to be Twitter related though. They yeah. were close. Yeah. But I shut I feel it like down it... very quickly. Yeah. I, we, 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 it was like, it was like, like you know how like forest fires start? Mm. You got to quickly put it out before it starts. Put it out quick. That's but the difference. If, it, mm. if, it, if I was involved, yeah. that shit would not reach Twitter. That shit happens behind doors, behind closed doors. Don't, it's stupid. But watch. If I Brent. was, it gets extinguished. I go to the person and we sort it out. Yeah. Because God, for, God forbid people download Twitter because I'm in shit. <laughs> I can't Can you have imagine? that. Imagine. Can't have that. <laughs> I would be sat at home screaming, crying, throwing up. Yeah. No. I don't know. I sort it out. Not that. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. Right. Yes. I think we're coming towards the end anyway. Yeah. I got a food shop coming. As the as does come in, as got to go. Going, babes, it's up, actually, um, I want to ask you to finish up. Mm-hmm. Um, are there, is there anything that you have in mind that you've wanted to do or that you haven't got to do yet with your drag or in life? Is there anything that I you, just you, want like goals? to do? Everything I'm doing now, but at a bigger level. I just want to model more. I want to do burlesque more. I just want to do more drag events. Mm-hmm. Wherever someone can have me, I'll be there. And yeah, mm-hmm. as long as there's their paying, you know, they've got good catering, I'll be there. Absolutely. I'm down. If you book Angel for a gig, make sure that you hire a catering team. Yeah. Because <laughs> she needs fed. She needs fed, yeah. <laughs> That's gorgeous. Well, um, do you have any final words? Um, fuck Coley Nolan. 
That's all I've got to say. Fuck her. And we'll have a good Merry Christmas apart from Colleen Nolan because she's cunt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is an absolutely gorgeous place to wrap up. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, and I will see you very soon. Love you. Bye-bye. Gorgeous. Good. Yes, that was good.